Guess what that sound is? Means it's time for the show. What show, you ask? Well, the show that you know. You tweeted, you named him. You tweeted, you named him. You tweeted, you named him. So don't try to get out of it. Once again, this is You Tweeted, You Meaned It. Episode 96, Mirror. We are in it. This is episode 96. I've got some tweets. I've got some stand-up. And uh, starting ill-prepared as normal. Uh, I still have to get to my tweets in a manner that is presentable. And... Let's talk about the surroundings. I'm currently talking into the bottom of a microphone. I'm pretty sure that I could probably uh, get the levels right or maybe my face, maybe like duck it down a little bit if I wanted to talk directly into the microphone. But I'm pretty sure that talking next to it is also pretty good pretty good not this good but this good is still pretty good I see the wavelengths when I talk here and the wavelengths when I talk here not extremely different but there definitely is a difference they're a little bit bigger maybe a little bit clearer you don't need that clarity not from the voice you need that from the words recently on undocumented unrecorded life it has been two to three months since I thought about okay I started that sentence wrong and I was going to try to correct it in the middle but it didn't work out I don't know what it's been two or three months from Oh wait, maybe October? Yeah, that's like, it's been like two or three months since October. But also, it's been about three weeks since I've recorded a podcast. We can get actual dates. 
last podcast was 11 11 and now we're in 12 8 so like that's like two or three weeks no podcast y'all don't deserve it that's what I was saying um I started that like I had something to say about undocumented, unrecorded life, other than it's been three weeks. But alas, maybe that was all I had to say. At this moment, in this time, in this present moment, I am still currently setting up my Twitter on my phone because when the mic is plugged in I can't play audio from the laptop laptop anybody else call laptops laptops like you put them on top of a lab chocolate lab vanilla lab peach swirl lab you put them on top of there I don't know if I've gone too far or not I've definitely gone too far. October? I'm in the October tweets. November 11th, that's what we're looking for. November 3, November 3, November 3. It's tweeted a lot on November 3. November 7, November 7, November 9, 12. 12 and 11. Alright, so I wanted to say that I recently listened to, oh, why did I click it? Oh no, I clicked it. (laughs) There was a thing, notifications, I said I had seven notifications, and I was like, what could they possibly be? And I clicked it, and now I'm off sync. I need to go back to my tweets. Oh, is it going to start me back where it was? No, it is not. I will have to scroll down. But at least we know the date now. We know it's November 11 that we're looking for. First tweet's actually from November 12th. See when the first stand up is. <laughs> Bless me. November 11th. Today we have the Toth deck with us. Elves to Crowley Toth deck. How would you like to say hello? We flip an inward cruelty, a nine of swords. That's intellectual cruelty. Or, you know, the swords or the, the wind. The wind is the, what do I call it? Do I call it the intuition or the mind? Wind is intelligence, that's what I say. Intelligence. 
intelligence, intellectual, intellect, and intelligence are two different things. But I put those words together. They sound similar. They act similar. Um, I'm whispering. I realize this is never going to be a normal voice. I'm talking to myself. Uh, if I projected, it would only increase the number of audiences possible. Cruelty, we say hello with cruelty. Yes, that was true. I usually like to not put the good, anything good in the beginning. Like why? Why put it at the beginning? Like for what? The beginning is for plunder. The beginning is for setup. We set up the problems that we're avoiding things for two to three weeks and then we tackle what's been avoided through the media that we're presenting which is tweets and stand-up sets of course this is pirate radio um, we don't care about uh, what do they call them uh, copyrights videos and shit we'll play any video we don't care play over that shit we're putting on YouTube videos I'm a video DJ through my liked video YouTube shit I feel like this babbling is almost bad enough for me to say something relevant it's almost bad enough not quite fair not quite reaching it. Um, I recently listened to episode 61 and 62 and also episode 63 and uh, the reason for listening back, those are a year ago, recorded December 10th and uh, November 28th, I think I could check, but it's not worth checking. It was in November and December of last year, 2017. This is 2018 for you time traveling ninjas. Maybe that was a thing. No, I said the year before. Also, the year is accessible information. Currently, at least, is accessible on the platforms. Anyway, um,. Wow, that's something I never really considered for the future listeners, like how you come to acquire this uh, radio wave, this uh, sound wave, if you will. Radio wave is a little too, was a little out there. I was just mentioning the radio that we have currently and the, the idea that it is a sound wave. So I was like a radio wave because it's like audio, medium, media, audio, media, medium, uh, both, but still like in the waveform, uh, accessible through internets and uh, I'm guessing maybe physical copies or maybe like jump drives, you guys in the future listening on 
this is bad enough to finally talk about what I'm talking about. I was on Facebook looking at memories and I realized that last year, this time, this time, this month, these days, last year, I was suspended from Facebook. And I was looking for the reason why, because I've been suspended for many reasons and I don't remember most of them. Most of them just have to do with my book title, Your Dirty Nigger Soul, which is available on Amazon. Look it up. I'm not just me.com. That's a plug. Not shameless, but it is a plug. I was looking at Facebook memories and I realized I was blocked. There were no memories from last year. So I was like, what the fuck was I going through last year? So I was like, I know how to figure out what I was going through last year. I'll listen to you tweeted you mean it. And it ended up being pretty cool. Figuring out uh, where I was. And like I was at a point where I was trying to figure out my agenda and like I had just found Seven Bomar last year to not today I don't know why I'm being all like this is the day because every moment is now you know like I don't need to be that new agey about what I'm saying I just found out about Seven Bomar and I was like learning about truth and like decided that there is a set path the real matrix versus the fake matrix if you will but just like it's like the from here not having listened to episode 64 through 94 I guess you'd say having not re-listened to all of those steps in between there and here it's like a wow like like a progression is happening do i know where it's going kind of do i want to go there it doesn't seem like it from the past uh, record from past record it does not seem apparent that i do want to be where i'm going but it is apparent that i am going myself uh, through the will, if you will. <laughs> through the will, if you will. <laughs> I, just, I thought that sense was wrong, but it was right. Through the will, if you will. And so now I feel like I have, like, some type of growth to prove to myself this is the setting groundwork for what this episode will be for me personally and when I look back on it I'll be like oh that's what I was doing in that moment what are you doing in your moment is it a good reflection is it a bad reflection does it show growth progression <laughs> or does it show shrinking 
degradation. I wish that rhymed. Degradation. What was I saying before? Fuck it, it does not matter. I'm not writing poems. I am ramping up to what could possibly be a long podcast that I don't really want to record. I thought I could just let the media take me where I wanted, but like I waited too long to do this. Three weeks, I haven't really put out a lot of shit. Nor have I liked a lot of YouTube videos, but apparently I did put out a lot of shit and like a lot of YouTube videos. You know how that goes. I guess we're going to go in date order. Meaning, first we'll start with comedy. I should probably take my phone off vibrate. Silent, going on silent, oh, silent, going on silent. Hello, everybody, how you guys doing? What the fuck, I didn't press that. I hope that was the first one. It sounded very energetic. Honestly, maybe I should do. Nah, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll let things go as they will. First, we'll ask the Aster Crowley Toth deck a question for the fun of it. Just because I feel like it came to a, an end of a segment or some shit. Alistair Crowley Toth deck, what'd you think about that segment? We flip an outward failure. Seven of discs. That's a physical body-ish. Physical world failure. Discs are earth. Uh, unfertile ground, if you will. Cool. I Oh, 
Just pretend it's a dream. Just pretend it's a
saying, like, words that mean different things. Like, if somebody says, don't look now, you know, you look. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> somebody says, don't let that take away from you. Immediately doubt whatever they're talking about. Like, uh, that guy's got eight arms, but don't let that take away from his ability to tackle people. So, yeah, I wasn't going to doubt that until you said it. <laughs> There's also a really cool one. Look at me! You know, that, that person's trying to hide their insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> or when somebody tells you to sit down, they're really asking you if you stand up for yourself. Hilarious. Cool. Uh, you guys, I'm going to end with one joke that I love. I wrote it on Twitter. Um, it's my favorite joke that I've ever written. It's, uh, have you ever heard two dogs having makeup sex? It's rough, rough, rough. That is that was a Sunday, 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 Sunday. That was a Sunday, which means the next one's Sunday also. That was Hi-Ho. Uh, I've recently been saying the names of the shows to actually, like, give the showrunners somewhat of uh, credit, even though, like, you look up Sunday Hi-Ho, you'll find it. But also, I could say NOLA Comedy Hour. Hosted by Duncan Pace, which is... Real awesome comedian in New Orleans, killing it and shit. So in honor of doing this uh, tweet and stand-up in time or whatever, keeping it in time, uh, I'll do the next stand-up and then read the tweets that are in between this stand-up or read the tweets that are in between. You don't need to know what they're in between. Holy shit. There's a big jump from... <laughs> Alright, so we'll get through a lot of the stand-up pretty fast. Stand up is stand up. Uh, whatever. That was November 11th. <laughs> Gonna change the.
That's a bit about working out. You guys ever work out? I don't ever work out, motherfucker. All right, now we need to go back to the Twitters. Also, probably told you what you think about Nola Comedy Hour set. The clip Disappointment, Five of Cups. Emotional Disappointment. Interesting. Cups are water, water, emotion, disappointment. Five Cups. Also, probably told you what did you think about Buddha Belly set? Stand up or shut up. Flip an outward knight of wands. Wands are fire, fire, creative force. Knight of wands. I stand in my dream, but I don't know what that means. Are you real or am The 
song was Is This The Real Life by Emery. Both songs on the new album Eve. Look it up in Google Play and YouTube today. said keep God in your heart not your head don't ever let that <laughs> name your God name your God first we have uh, two like videos Tao Garden Darkroom Retreat 2013 part one and part two of course we're gonna play. We gotta see what the fuck Montauk G is talking about. It's an 11 minute video, probably got some real good shit towards the beginning. Hold on. Everybody. Hello everybody. The important part of the dark room is the view up of the hormone. And this hormone, it comes from a uh, So, this is how, so that's how, so this one, so we call this is a spiritual molecules. So you can see many, many religions, they have this. I mean, every religion are based on this part. Now, if later on, when you are more quiet, not talking, more calm, and you have more melatonin produced. It's all involved with the melatonin. So they're producing the DMT. DMT is a separation of body. Okay. Now, this 5MO and DMT, we have it seen when we, before we were born. So when we're in a mother womb, nine months. So the big, uh, the fitted mother womb, they sleep. They sleep. All the time, they sleep. They sleep until they sleep all the time until they um, have so much melatonin. So the body actually build up, so it turned to 5MO and DMT. So sometimes, if the people that not do any practice, they call this one as a death hormone. The death hormone. Death <laughs> so this magic mushroom, there are many, many kinds. In Mexico, you have a lot of this. Um, peyote, and there is also, you take in, you, you go. 
now. And you see an icy color, your body separate, you take a lot, the body separate now. So all these things we call poison, but don't poison enough. Don't kill you, don't kill you right away. Okay. So this one, kill. And there are many other, now we discover so many different kind of drugs that can really feel you busy, like you in another dimension, you see all kind of vision and the thing. So this is, uh, when she <laughs> took the marijuana, her eye cannot follow you anymore. <laughs> I supposed to be follow you, where will you go, you know? Okay, so there are many people that using different kind of mushroom, different kind of glass, different kind of other thing. Now we have more and more and more study about all these kind of drugs and people using them because especially young people, they're using it, they have experience. But this kind of experience, they trigger out, the first time when people use, is so strong, boom! Because the pineal gland, that store the death hormone it release. Because you trigger out the body, when the drug go in, it, it confuse the body, it's, the, it's too strong, and the body say, hey, I'm gonna die. So, it took out them releasing the, this death hormone. They get out and they pull very fast and they see vision, see light and they separate the body. And after that, they come back. If the people, if the people just do strong drugs, gone. The guy died. There are many cases like that. Too much, too strong. And they come back, the body don't function anymore. The soul cannot go in and the left. So there are different kinds of mushroom and uh, and the blue channel. And um, we have steaming. Don't you ever get stuck in the sky when you're high. Shout out System of a Down. I retweeted Tompatico. 14 years ago today, uh, shitload of minutes, Wigu went to a government building in Oklahoma City and legally formed a company called Topatico. Top at Oko, Topatico. Happy birthday to us. I like the video, Muse Algorithm. I like the video, Emery Name Your God. Official audio. I like the video, Emery to the Deep. I like the video, Fibra Island. This by They Might Be Giants. I like the video, 11 Minute Chakra Tune Up with Himalayan Singing Bowls. I like the video, Deck Review Tau Oracle. And I did not look at the dates. So Emory to the Deep ends on the November 12th tweets. November 12th was two dark room tweets and then a bunch of music videos. Fibra Island from They Might Be Giants is later on to come. Also soon, so is the 11 minute chakra tune up. Those will be talked about after the next stand ups.
You got in your heart, not your head. Don't ever have it. Next is an eight minute set, pretty much nine minutes from Tuesday. The other one is 639. These are both from Tuesday, one being the spontaneous show at Bar Redux, the second being the other bar. Uh, what's their show called? Don't remember. I know I could find it. Instead of going to this, I should have gone to 504 Comedy. 504 Comedy, get your comedy news in calendar form on a comedy website made by comedians for people looking for comedy. I really should just go to 504 Comedy. Oh, it's called All Jokes on Me. Ha. Huh. So we have Spontaneous Show, then All Jokes on Me. Spontaneous Show being the one that I co-run with Young Funny. Therefore, it will be a very homey set. Pretty sure I remember what set this is, but I'm not completely sure. Right now I'm on Facebook and I've got a P. Oh man. What do you do when you got a P? What do you do? Do you name your God? I think we're gonna let name your God play.
No second songs in here. What is this? What is this? Uh, pirate radio. What was I even doing? I was about to do stand up. Excuse me, by the way. Is it on shuffle? The fuck? That song's not after that one. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, stand up, stand up, yes. Yes. No. Yes. Spontaneous show. I've ever gotten stuck or due to like negligence, you know? 
playing. I live upstairs, and usually when the walls get up there, they're really tuckered out, you know? They're all crawling around, barely flying. They're all next to windows and shit. It's kind of like they're trying to get out, you know? And I feel bad for them. I'm like, oh, this, this poor wasp are trapped, you know? But uh, one time there was a wasp on my bed, and like I saw it in the afternoon, and I was like, it looks tucked out, it's probably sleeping, it is on a bed, but it'll move, definitely, it's definitely gonna move by itself. And then later that night, I get into bed, the lights are off, and I get stung on my stomach. And it fucking sucked, it was my first time ever getting stung by a wasp, I live with them. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. 
Outward abundance. Hey, we're getting getting somewhere cool, I guess. Number three of cups. Abundance. Cups are the water of the emotions. Interesting. Alright, now for the next set. Uh, change up. Change up. last time. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you guys ever do comedy? <laughs> 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 you guys ever get on stage and tell bits? It's not relatable. <laughs> 
Like, being a magician is literally saying any lifestyle that you guys have fucked 
jokes on me that was all jokes on me Tuesday at the other bar hold on let me see yep I'm deleting the right one deleted that was not a very strong stand-up set but it was cool I put a lesson in there a lesson for the listeners A message for those who read. A message for those who listen. Be Europe. That's what the message is. Be Europe. It's a burp in the name of a bird. It's a bird in the name of a burp. It's a bird in the name of a curd. It's a turd in the name of a shirt. That's the new Whisper Song remix. Catch it on SoundCloud. I'm just kidding. Go to I'mNotJustMe.com. Find music. Find love. Find yourself. Find eternity. Find immortality. And believability. <laughs> Invisibility. 
invulnerability. You can find all of these things on uh, notjustme.com. I like the video Fibber Island, Queens of the Stone Age is not the band that made that. They might be giants made Fibber Island. Stop lying to people. The 16th of November I went to maybe it was the 15th but around the 16th I went to see a Facebook friend named Amari Indigo uh, for energy work to further my path to becoming the savior god damn that was a whole big that's what's missing that's what all the negativity was from I forgot to mention all of the freaking books I read. Holy shit. That triggered me. That was like Mari Energy Work Savior. And then it was like Philip K. Dick like catalog. I've read five or six Philip K. Dick books. It's all on Facebook where I can find out which and what I thought about them. This does need to be documented. It is currently undocumented here. At least it's documented on Facebook. But fuck Facebook. Facebook suspended me last year. I will not be silenced. <laughs> this book reading is December 2nd. Let's see where we are Facebook wise. That would be a crazy new aspect to add to this, but Facebook fucking sucks. I'm not gonna add my Facebook bullshit to this podcast all that often. But I will do it now once I figure out how to stop scrolling. I've definitely passed what I'm looking for, but now I'm like, what happened on November 16th? Pressure. That was the thing I was singing in the last podcast. November 15th, we have Magic is Fun, a memory from two years ago, we have an esoteric empire, repost, blessed are the broken, we got a memory from six years ago, a poem, got Muse, Simulation Theory, Hawthorne Heights, Never Not Funny, Silk Pillow Remix, 
old memories, old memories. I have become a compass that only points inward. It's one of the coolest Facebook posts I've ever made. Zodiac Nietzsche, buy my book. Instagram picture, Emery Eve. I've got a microscope to the microscope. Hashtag aphids. That's where it starts November 20th is where I start my Philip K. Dick book research. But on November 15th and or 16th, I went to Amari for energy work to further my path onto the physical world, if you will, which is what I was referencing when I referenced the podcasts. Figuring out my agenda, man, the last year I was really concerned with whether or not I was putting a cape on to become the savior. And here I am with, <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this is a perfect, there's a perfect metaphor for how I am with savior pie on my face, if you will. Metaphorical savior pie. Dwelling into the physical world, I knew the risks were going to be mentalities and agendas that come with power and knowing where to put your power, which is why Montauk Chia energy work is coming in so fucking clutch because he teaches one of the main things is the cauldron all of these energies you make them balance you give you give the what's it called intellectual intelligent you give the intelligent energy a form much like the cauldron, or the seed, or the pearl, or a ball. You contain it in Tantien, which is like the battery center. So all of this energy work, physical shit, the Tantien being the stomach, coming in very clutch for savior roles. Maybe I could, I don't know. Well, actually, a lot of the energy work is figuring out direction and shit. So once again, I'm here to say that I've talked about it before and that I've come back to brag. Learning how to brag. This is a very big thing, maybe present in the stand-up recorded I've been saying it on stage, learning how to brag, is everything's fucking relevant and I didn't know how relevant it was, but it is pretty fucking relevant. So with that, I've been doing homework, if you will, of writing my dreams down. I've got a nice dream journal 
and I've nailed down that my dreams take place in like I can't say upwards but they take place in like four or five main locations I've also realized that in my dreams when interacting if there's a memory I go to that memory in the dream like reading rereading what I've written down I realize there's a a trend if I'll meet a friend or something we'll have a conversation that I remember and then I'll be playing out that conversation but I won't know I'm playing out the conversation because I'm still the main character who I assume is me but who I don't really all that often check to see if I am myself in dreams. Therefore, it's more like a jumping from story to story, living relevant information instead of hearing it, instead of being the, I said it on Facebook earlier too, the, uh, oh, describing the podcast. Describing last year's podcast, I said, being the observer versus personal experience. The dream doesn't allow the observer. You're always in the personal experience part. But the personal experience can go from person to person. Anyway, I've been doing homework, writing my dreams down. And also fucking with the the Tau Oracle deck. The, uh, I don't want to say I Ching, but I do want to say I Ching. I'm going to Google search real quick what I Ching actually is. Actually, it does say Tau Oracle. So maybe I Ching is the Tao Oracle. Let's see images. Yeah, it's the I Ching. What is DNA like the I Ching or some shit? What the fuck? What the fuck? RNA codons, DNA equals hexagram. What? 64 codons, RNA. 64 hexagrams. Holy shit. <laughs> Apparently, I've been fucking with my DNA, which is also a Facebook post I made. When I'm bored, I rearrange my DNA. People thought it was a joke. Everything's a joke. What am I talking about? Nothing's, nothing's true. Everything's permitted, right? I don't believe in truth. I'm not the savior who's roping in information, roping in the teachers with the information, with the personal experience, that's not me. 
November 16th, I liked the video, 11 minutes chakra tune up, and the deck review Tao Oracle. Now, also, I'd like to impart this little cheat information, if you will. I don't actually have a Tao Oracle deck, nor do I have a map of the I Ching, nor how they relate to the Tao Oracle. But what I do have is a certain set of skills on the internet. So every morning I've been flipping a coin for the yin and the yang lines, setting up my six rows, figuring out the yings and the yangs, then getting the elements, you know, is it a mountain, is it the wind, is it heaven, is it earth, is it the lake, you know, is it fire? all of these I Ching symbols and you put one over the other alright so if you're into that and you don't have your own card you can I don't want to go through the whole process that I'm doing but I do want to give you the shortcuts so what I do is I set up my six lines I'm gonna go through the whole process because I have to you can read your oracle every morning this way. I wasn't exactly told to do it this way, but I was told to check it. So what I do, I get a coin, I flip six times, heads for ying, tails for yang, or heads for yang, tails for yang, or look it up on the internet if you don't trust your own intuition, or look it up on the internet if you don't trust me saying it both ways or the first way I said it, or the second way I said it. If you don't trust either of those as your main, then look it up on the internet, or make it one up for yourself. Anyway, yin and the yang is either a solid line or a dashed line, which is two smaller lines together, or a long line. A dash or a line, you know. So you set up six of them, and then when you set up six of them, which you do, this is the secret. You go onto YouTube. I should just go there myself. I have the technology in my hands. You go to YouTube. In this She's in the middle of the video. The video is called Deck Review Tao Oracle. The person is called The Truth in Story. That's what you subscribe to if you want to find her, this lady. The Truth in Story. Deck Review Tao Oracle. All right, we are going to wrap up what has grown into a three-part video discussing Taoism and I Ching, or I Ching as it is correctly pronounced. Um, my bad, Tao and I Ching. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what you do is you go minute 16, minute 17. Um, and then we go into a description of the author, and then it goes into this. Um, so we also have in the back... A minute, mark 17 minutes and 15 seconds. 1715, you go there, she opens the book to the grid, 
that tells you what your lines mean, your yin and your yang lines, and also it puts, it's got a, it's a table, a matrix, actually, that's the literal word, it's a matrix. Alright, so this matrix has um, each of the I Ching, I Ching on the top and the side. And you find the one that's on top on the top. You find the one that's on the bottom on the side. And then you find what square they meet in. And whatever square they meet in will have a number that responds or corresponds to the Dao Oracle deck. I feel like there's a way to do an example. Um, let's say you get fire over water. No, no, let's get water over fire. That would be a cool one. Water over fire. I started at 1715. A black and white um, reference on, so you can find your um, hexagram water. from your trigrams um, and a, a colored one on the back. Fire. So we would find your, take your bottom trigram. Uh, again, this is all in the second video. You take your bottom trigram, trigrams, um, and a, a colored one on the back. So we would find your, take your bottom trigram. Uh, again, this is all in the second video. You take your, um, hexagram from your trigrams, um, and a, a colored one on the back. So we would find your, take your bottom trigram. Uh, again, this is all in the second video. You take your bottom trigram and your top one, meet in the middle, and that's going to give you your hexagram. So it's a nice handy chart, uh, both in color and in black and white. So this really is a fantastic... Alright, I just wanted to play the whole 17 minute, the whole one minute of her flipping through the, the actual chart. It's from 1715 to 1740, and you just keep going over that until you can see exactly what you're looking for. She gives nice close-ups to where you can use the book yourself. And then after that, she goes through every fucking card. Oh, I forgot to say it was number 63. Hi, Graham. Yep, 63 is water over fire. All right, so now that we know it's number 63, it's gonna be way deep in the deck. She goes through every card in order. I'm going to skip to minute 47, and she's on 69, looks like. That's 49. The fours look like sixes in the Tau Oracle deck. Okay. Keep it simple, use discretion. All right, guess what number 63 is. Slow down, but we have the small, um, and, and it's beautiful. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this again card reminds me, there's a couple cards that uh, the artwork reminds me of what I think of as the Osho Zantero, though again, I don't have it. Uh, completion, final attainment, victory. I mean, you know, 
he's running through the finish line and there are confetti flying everywhere and so it's quite clear um what's going on here um so you don't really have to think completion fire over i mean water over fire completion number 63 victory so that was an example of how to figure out just with a coin and YouTube and a paper. You'll need a paper to get your six lines of the I Ching. So just with a coin and YouTube, you can do the whole I Ching Tao Oracle thing. You can flip your coin every morning six times, write your lines, check that video to see what number corresponds to. But then after that, there's a next step. Go to Google type in Tao Oracle and I'll type in water over fire and I get from a website called Cafe Soul Cafe A Soul so that's C-A-F-E-A-U-S-O-U-L dot com. It takes you to the, the card after completion. Chi Chi. I Ching hexagram 63. Chi Chi. After completion, action, renew. Yugana, Hidden Influence, 64, Before Completion, Prepare. Zongana, Underlying Cause, 64, Before Completion, Prepare. Equilibrium is a great foundation of life, and harmony its universal path. Voyager, these are no bridges. One builds them as one walks. Voyager, there are no bridges. One builds one as one walks. So you have a, a whole reading at a glance on Cafe Al Sol. It's very detailed. It's like ten paragraphs. Then you got Unchanging. If you go that deep into the Tao Oracle, you got the Unchanging lines and you got the Changing lines. One through six. Cafe Asol is really cool. They even have I Ching readings on the website. Like you can flip a card on the website and like do all the changing lines and you can flip coins. It's got everything on, on the shit about the Tao, uh, the Tao Oracle cards. But what I don't know how to do is go to Cafe Asol and then find just a list of the I Ching where I can like click a card myself so what I'm forced to do or what I hacked is a way to figure out how to get to it get to each card from Google so the first way is to do the like I was doing 63 fire over water or water over fire 
water over fire 63 so I looked up Tau Oracle and then water over fire but I can also look up Tau Oracle 63 and then type Cafe Soul and it will take me to the same page Eaching hexagram 63 Chachai after completion Chichi not Chachai Alright, so that's how you use the Dao Oracle deck without having a Dao Oracle deck and also I'm pretty sure from Cafe Soul you can figure out exactly how to flip the coins through the little online one so that's pretty fucking in-depth and time-consuming I don't really know if it was worth all that for the I mean, it was definitely worth all of that I like the video muse pressure I like the video muse blockades I like the video muse the dark side I like the video J-Rock Wow Freestyle featuring Kendrick Lamar. I don't know why I like that video. I'm just kidding. It's an alright song. I don't listen to it, but it's cool. I like the video Montauk Chia Summer Retreat. 2015 July 1. Charge Energy to Tantian. Also, I fucked up not reading the dates again. J-Rock, wow, freestyle is November 18th, and I think we have a recording November 18th and the 16th. The 16th is when I was liking all the muse. It's a Friday night. And poor boys. Poor boys bar. I think I can do this shit at Poor Boys. I remember this set being expansive, if you will, but also very tongue in cheek. But I definitely remember enjoying my time, and it's probably loud with the sound of other people talking.
Just like 
I try to actually exercise, you know, because I'm trying to move from like binary to trinary. You know, people do this, so we're going quantum, if you will. <laughs> Computers are doing it, people are doing it, we're all doing it. I'm not coming out to you. I already came out to you. <laughs> trying to go into the trinary, you know what I'm saying? Like a, trying to exercise my body. Um, and like, uh, it hurts. <laughs> like, it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Like, I don't have nightmares anymore, but the elliptical is legitimately Sixteenth, a bunch of muse. Then November eighteenth, we have one recording, and we have one tweet. Which is the J Rock Wow Freestyle featuring Kendrick Lamar that I don't even remember really listening to. This podcast will go a long way. Go a long way. This podcast is putting foundation on things that need foundation, and it will bring along with it the network, and it will continue to build it. It will never finish. I wish I could have gone higher on that note. Destroy! <laughs> you motherfuckers ever built a tower? You motherfucking niggers ever built a tower in this bitch? You guys ever look back at your tower and like, holy shit, holy shit, we're so high. We're so high in the sky. That's the remix of the remix of the Whisper song. Don't ever get stuck in the sky. Don't ever get stuck in the sky when you're high. <laughs> 
That's good enough. That's all we're getting. That's enough of that fucking old ass system of a down song. in the past and in the past. Perfect. Not as cool. This is what I want. This is what I want.
So the last stand-up set is from December 6th. So we've got a bunch of November shit to get through to get to November, I mean December 6th. Let's go through the tweets. 
Montachi a summer retreat. I feel like this video probably won't need to be played, but I did like it. So there's a reason. Going to the middle of the video. Ding a chibo, and chibo can be a bigger chibo. And you store, you store, and store, and store, and condense the chi, and condense, and condense, and keep them into a chibo. Okay? Keep them in a container, and the chi will stay with you. We always say, may God be with you, right? It's very nice saying, huh? But how many of you get it? <laughs> uh, how many of you have it and how many of you feeling it and the one choice said may God be with you he himself have it or not hmm. that's the key <laughs> for women you start with a few more times you are aware and feel your energy run roll is the key you turn it well mm, my energy only left 20% that's serious or not serious very serious when you have no other way what you do coffee tea or smoke that's the only way you can answer but no energy you want more energy that's it but this is another way you get the point <laughs> turning this is the key okay so turning the tantian and turning the energy spinning inside you is the key Tantian, motherfucker. Instagram post, other. Now we're on November 21st. There's a nice slew of tweets on November 21st. Ooh, I might have to go back to Facebook. gonna do I know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna flip some cards about those two sets was it two sets or was it just one set I've already deleted it I think it was just one so Alistair Carly Toth deck what did you think about my I think I can do this shit set? You flip an outward strength, uh, nine of wands, strength. Wands, of course, are the fire creative force. Nine of wands, strength. So I'm gonna do what I have been missing. Oh, we're at two hours. Look at this. This is just like last year. Getting getting some good content. Nice two and a half hour podcast. Just kidding. This isn't going to be two and a half hours. Maybe 217. That's my guess. You can look me up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit this next portion of tweets because it's a lot of written tweets. And I miss hearing the edited tweets being read.
I know explanation is, oh wait, explanation, speaking of explanation, I need to go back to Facebook. Scroll back down the long quarters of Facebook. And I need to talk about Damn, this stuff is predating this. November 21st is before I read all the Philip K. Dick books. Oh, this is going to be about a DMT trip. tweets to see what, what they're about. I do talk about Philip K. Dick, but in the, the manner that I'm going to read it. Damn. I hate that like this whole like moment of time feels like a a mystery to me. Like what brought me here on November twenty first? November twenty is the Facebook post I stopped to. I'm a, oh no 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 no. I didn't read up to this part. I did. I read up to November 20. I got a microscope to the microscope, hashtag aphids, which is a reference to a Philip K. Dick thing. Also a reference to the movie Bug, where they're in a hotel and the guys think he's got aphids on them and, and they, they end up like pulling their teeth out and killing themselves and shit. Aphids. That's three years ago I saw that movie. But I think that movie was in reference to Philip K. Dick. Uh, the Scanner Darkly. So I'm going to read this post from three years ago. Because it's beautiful. Cards fly in a beautiful choreographed magic trick. Glimpses of faces and numbers flush by. Glimpses of faces and numbers flash by for brief moments before melting into a blur of color and a continuous stream. And much like the stream, the magician's hands are continuous. A bad audience member holds on to the images seen on cards. A good audience member focuses on where the cards are coming from. A magician does magic. A magician does magic three years ago. It was a series of Facebook posts where I talked about 
the right, left, and middle path. Being the magician, three years ago was towards the end of my time loop. Actually, three years ago that would have been the end of my time loop when I first came out of it. I'm talking about Magician Does Magic. And then Stephen King's birthday on November 20th. November 21st, I finished the book, The Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldridge. Yeah, that's what it is. So, what sparks the Twitter is the Philip K. Dick reading of the books. But only one of the books is the Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldridge. And then later on, December something, I read the rest of the books. Either way, we're going to go through the written tweets in a nice structured manner. Starting after the clap, you guys know. Going to edit tweets. Here they come. Weirdly, I'm once again back at 900 followers. I dipped down to 890 at one point. The flux is strong with this one. So a night ago, I decided to do some chakra activating activities and then I listened to my podcast. It was so amazing and I'm almost to the point of having no lows, like no shadow. Like a nigga is legit building a tower that's both the dark tower and the light tower, nigga. I listened to episode 95.4 and it was so good, but then I skipped over some shit I was short on time. I flippantly mentioned how I've been turning imagination into concrete. At this point, I don't know if I could reimagine the space I was in in order to fill the gaps, but it was a cool concept that deserves explanation. Although if we check the records, I probably explained how to do that somewhere, lol. It's basically just magic. As far as time travel goes, I can expound upon that for hours. During the chakra activation aftermath is when I get real contemplation going. I decay why the experience lasts so goddamn long for me. Oh wait, that was the whole goal I had at one point. Make it last. But the idea that it can't be described or is thought of as a breakthrough seems like false flag agendas. Also, I should talk about fiction before personal experience. Makes things easier to digest. Although you goddamn bots don't digest shit, machine. I recently finished listening to first Sleeping Beauties by Stephen King and his son, which at the end, him and his son talk about how they worked together to write the book. It was pretty fascinating, especially because it seemed to first be an idea for a television show. Which brings me to another point that Stephen King has a shitload of content out there. Like so many goddamn IDK why everything is goddamn this goddamn that IDK whatever But he's got so many shows out already and they are actually all kind of good in their own way I feel like Sleeping Beauties is going to find its way to either HBO or Netflix It's pretty violent and it's very telling of the times and cultural climate Then the magic aspect is of course enough to carry the interest of niggas into magic shit It's a good book After I finished that long ass Stephen King book I could finally get into some PKD I have not 
not actually read any Philip K. Dick's book before this, except for the exegesis of Philip K. Dick, and that was more like a diary, lol. So I downloaded about five audiobooks of his. One of the main reasons I had yet to listen to a PKD book is that they are shorter than, say, a Stephen King book. Books PKD talks about in the exegesis are all like seven to nine hour books, whereas Stephen King books range in the 15 hour mark, which feels like better investments. But I had like six audible credits and I was like, fuck it, here we go. I got myself A Scanner Darkly, Ubik, The Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldritch, Thalys, and The Divine Invasion, all PKD books mentioned in the exegesis. I started off with Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldritch and that happened to be the same night as the Chakra Activation Meditation Night. Holy fuck synchronicity off the goddamn 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 charts. Baby Woo, The Translation Drugs, and The Simulation Realities versus The Time Travel and Energy Body Reincarnations. Holy fuck, becoming God all very fucking relevant. Not only scientifically relevant, but great fucking stories. How the characters interacted with their realities being shattered and having nothing but one's own will to rely on, even in the face of friendship and camaraderie. The villain being God finally speaking to humans. I started the book less than 28 hours ago and finished it earlier today. Friggin' seven hour books, lol. I had to take a break because they were getting into some live forever trapped as a ghost because you took drugs stuff and I was about to open my own chakras. It influenced me. What it influenced me to do was to fight the chakra opening activities that would normally happen. Deep contemplative meditation. A clear visual representation of my thoughts and problem solving. So instead I put on Netflix and watched a show. I watched an episode of Arrested Development remix of their fourth season. I was watching it and waiting for the actual episode to start when it ended and I realized it was really just a recap season filling in plot holes. Then I attempted to watch an episode of Sabrina. I got about 10 minutes in or less, then I had to stop. There's something about having your chakras activated and still feeling normal. It makes you wonder if you're wasting time or like you're squandering potential. Either way, I couldn't stop thinking I could be doing better. That's when I put on good old episode 95. I impressed myself, but also I feel like my work is being rewarded. After that three hour podcast and 30 minute show, the chakra activation should have worn off, but that's when the real party started. I was invited into an inner world that began with time travel and ended with cells. The very cells that I am constructed of. Trillions of cells. LOL, shout out Montauk Chia. But really, shout out Montauk Chia for getting me to a space where I can conceptualize actuality for myself. The time travel thing I've experienced before during another chakra activated experience. I thought about if I could travel then it got into reality shaping because I'm aware of myself traveling. Having access to the past and the future you, you can shape your reality. Simple. I'm torn between personal experience and fiction again, but like before, fiction first, my dear boy. Ask the question, lol. Returning to the three stigmata of Palmer Eldridge, in this book, Barney, who can already see the future, precog, gets trapped in an energy body in the future from his actual body, but in time, he's still living, so he visits himself. It was simply two years in his future, and he was able to reality shape with himself by imparting details of how he got through certain problems, giving him back his will and direction, which, as the observer, is all you got, mate, lol. The book goes into much other things, but the idea of reality shaping if you are in contact with your living self in past and or present and or future is a graspable concept that I did not make up myself. Like I mentioned before, I had already seen this before, implications being that I can't get lost nor make a mistake relative to my own personal experience. See Coniferous Ferns. It looked like what Carlos Castaneda referred to as the light energy egg. It swirled and wrapped 
wrapped around my conceptual vision. I had my eyes closed at this point with the sleep mask on, but each speck of light being me from a different time, course correcting and correcting the course correction until it makes a band of light, the energy egg. Then I witnessed a spaceship in a hangar, but from where I was envisioning it, it felt like what I know to be the black dot consciousness I used to rave all the time over. My little spaceship with its event horizon, my soul, the most condensed version of the royal you, hashtag yell. The hangar seemed to be inside of my head. The ship began to fly and opened up the world it occupied to my vision. It seemed like a lot of living cubes or cubes that were being lived in, kinda like pixel versions of towns, machine elves people mention all the time. Pixel versions of skyscrapers, excuse me, lol, made me think of another PKD classic I've never read but seen the movie of, Blade Runner. Also during that time, I was so confident it was me. I put my concentration into my Tantian and saw the energy balls rotating. Anyway, point being, I think the collection of Qi and the study of Qi Kung has finally allowed me to integrate with the experience of others. I'm finally free from the internal prison I created for myself by being an almost insatiable usurper, although I'm now saying it was me. IDK, either way, maybe the problem wasn't that I am was an insatiable usurper, but that I did not have enough Qi or enough of an understanding of the layout. I will visit again and I will not be bringing out any swords, I hope. LOL, hello new frontier. Oh, and lastly, I think the rainbow serpent was a part of that world too. The cubes were very colorful. Maybe they are the same place, but I'll get more details on that in another time. And we all know that to manipulate time, you add in or take out information. Hashtag yell. Oh no, you guys. Live it before you write it is going to be so intense for adult wonderland. I just had dreams within dreams that included very recognizable places and faces. I woke up confused and with new ideas. I made a poem about how I'm afraid of time travel. When the clock on the wall is a nigga's only fear at all. The last words. I demanded to have audience for my impromptu open mic by shouting, Hey, what if your day fell out through your ass? At a group of people in a restaurant. Then while walking back to this world, I saw a graphic of what it would look like if your dick went in the out the ass. The more helpless you are, the more likely you are to get help. Fuck. That was some smooth talking from a point in the dream that could have gone bad. Enough about dreams. A nigga just scared to go back to sleep. Alright, that was a, a string of written tweets. Now we have liked videos. We got I liked a video. I am the Grinch featuring Fletcher Jones. That's a title of the creator. A bunch of songs based on the Grinch. Liked a video, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Liked a video, I the Mighty Degenerates. Liked a video, I the Mighty Silver Tongues featuring Tillian. I liked a video, Cake Sinking Ship. I liked a video, The Keymakers, Episode 2, Shakti. That was a live video on YouTube of Seven Bomar. Um, the Keymakers. They're doing a bunch of live videos on Fridays. We got a retweet from James at passion underscore pitiful. Passion underscore pitiful. Uh, it's a, a retweet of somebody else. It says when your father-in-law snores like you playing tennis. I liked the video, 1984 by George Orwell. This is six days ago. 
So this is before the stand up. Six days ago, what is that though? It's December 8th, December 2nd, six days ago. December 2nd is around the time Facebook is relevant again. Oh, this is very relevant. Before December, there is November. I spoke, okay. I didn't speak on the three stigmata of Palmer Eldridge. I just told people I read it on Facebook. I want to pet my wasp, LGBT, you, what exists. There's a different version of you that exists in the mind of everyone you know. Next step is to use that to become quantum. You are every version if you don't deny yourself. Buy my book, A Nigga Building Towers, over here. A Nigga Building Towers is referenced a lot. Is uh, pretty much how I remember my past. Is that how you brag? Is you just make a code word? I'm building a tower. That's my new brag. I wasn't trying to offend, just hand out free business advice from four years ago, and I tagged that with you, tweeted, you mean it. I'm not just me.com, I'm not just me. There is nothing like the disappointment I feel when I realize I've liked a sponsored post on Instagram. I retweeted, a, retweeted or shared a post from Esoteric Empire. One who has realized the inner life is a mystery to everyone. No one can fathom the depth of that person except that he promises sincerity amidst love. He commands trust. He spreads goodness and he gives an impression of God and the truth. Generation Um, Keanu Reeves movie. In the name of the Father and the Son and the DJ. Kick out the jams from four years ago. Kick out the jams is from November 22nd-ish. Thanksgiving, all right, November 23rd, we got feel like my papers are the shit. I was born to bullshit my way through words eight years ago. Tagged with hashtag blessed. Four years ago, we got I feel like I should change my whole comedy set for the fear that the police overhear me and get scared that I'm leading riots. Thus, the system works properly. And I tagged that with the scanner darkly. And we got Ubik by PKD, an amazing book. Wholesome and scientifically sound when used as directed. That's an Ubik joke. I guess I should get to Ubik first. Now first we get to Three Stigmata, then we get to Ubik. Then I'll read some more from Facebook. Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldridge. I mentioned translation drugs, alternate realities, there was an energy body thing, 
So the three stigmata is there's a colonization on Mars, there's people on Earth who are in a business, and that business is a legal drug front that sells a drug they call candy. And what candy allows you to do is it allows you to translate your reality into something else. And what this business that sells candy does is they also sell translation mats. So they sell all of the cool accessories that allow you to go on a trip in your head, a drug trip. And in the book, The Three Stigmata of Palmer Elders by Philip K. Dick, there is a competitor to Candy called Choosy. And Choosy comes from a cavalier business entrepreneur and they claim that you don't need the translation stuff. You don't need the mat to take choosy. You just take choosy and you end up in an alternate reality, much like a, a DMT type drug. But what ends up happening is the companies are like competing and trying to. Uh, business each other around or whatever so one of the business leaders the candy guy gets abducted by the choosy people they give him choosy and he is subject to the extremes of choosy which you don't need the mat for and it's a creatable universe but he figures out it's a creatable universe from one guy's head and once that one guy is gone, the whole thing degrades into nothingness and madness. And he's stuck in this state, unless he decides to go to the real world. But in going to the real world, he realizes that he's not actually in his body. And he's still kind of under the influence of that one guy. So the main point being in uh, Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldridge by Philip K. Dick, the choosy was like a whole time travel thing it puts you in an energy body and throws you through time and some people get trapped in the energy body for like years and years and eventually they have like this entity that spends its all its time in the energy body and it's connecting to people through this choosy and like it's uh it's kind of like a virus that it's like once you get free, once you get freed to that type of possibility, I used to talk about the realm of possibility in the day Billy fell off the cliff, which is a point encircled in a circle, and the circles encircled in another circle, so it's like Russian nesting dolls of circles, meaning like the possibilities are endless, but also there's a limit. But like once you expand and you you move all the circles together and you don't move. Anyway, there's God. The the creature that's <laughs> infecting everybody is God. And it's like trying to spread its awareness through multiple lives. And like trade lives with people. And it's being the one perspective. It's like the insatiable usurper I mentioned. And... Uh, they have to try to defeat it.
and the what why it's called the three stigmata of Palmer Eldridge is like when you take the choosy, which is like the time travel one, the way you know you're in like a reality or if you're still under the influence of God is that you'll see a stigmata. And like the stigmata was like uh, metal teeth and then like a weird eye thing and then like a one hand is mechanical. A one arm is mechanical and he's got metal teeth and he's got like a, a weird laser eye. So like people who are subject to choosy would look around at their people, people who they thought were people they knew but they could still be under the influence and then they start to turn into Palmer Eldridge have like the metal mouth and the weird eye and the mechanical arm and then they look in the mirror and they were turning into Palmer Eldridge also known as God so it's like the stigmata story from a scary standpoint or like a boss God and like the villain I mentioned that in the tweets the villain was God talking to humans. All right, now on Ubik, another PKD story, Ubik, an amazing book, wholesome and scientifically sound when used as directed. In this story, you got like these people, you got precogs, you got people who can dampen abilities, much like in Blade Runner, I think that was still the case in Blade Runner. I'm not sure. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so Ubik is uh, this can. Ubik's pretty much about the afterlife, being in half-life and stasis, the people who are sleeping in the world and it's like how do you wake them up you keep on giving them advertisements of the answer and the answer being as simple as a can of ubik you know when used as directed it can do anything when used as directed after every commercial they say when used as directed it uh extends the half-life it um makes food taste better <laughs> it revigorates old and worn out things it makes your cigarettes materialize but Ubik's got a bunch of shit in it and there's also a character in Ubik who's like eating all of the half-life people he's like the god bully in uh, the three stigmata of Palmer Eldridge, it's a guy going around eating everybody's essence in the afterlife, and Ubik stops him from eating the essence. And that's like the main thing I got from that shit, other than the cool afterlife story. Esoteric Empire post. There we go, and the scanner darkly on November 25th. A scanner darkly by PKD, a photograph of a reflection seen darkly through a scanner. And that sentence makes sense if you've read and or seen a scanner darkly. A photograph of a reflection 
seen darkly through a scanner. Uh, the whole thing with Scanner Darkly, it's a whole movie. So, I mean, you can watch the movie and understand the whole thing behind it. But the idea of dissociation and being two different people, a sort of controlled schizophrenia where left and right sides of the brain are disconnected. And this guy goes to that because he takes drugs. The whole thing in a scanner darkly is a lot about addiction. But then also it's like a real life real life events of Philip K. Dick. I like to say it's like hyper reality. Which I will talk about for the next uh, few Facebook posts. I'll talk about hyper reality or some shit. It's really cool. A scanner darkly, uh, there's a cop guy and he's forced to spy on his own house because he's an undercover cop. And while spying on his house, he sees the shit that he does and he doesn't know whether to judge himself as a criminal or as good. And his conclusion that he gets to is like life is like this to where you see, you only see yourself through a scanner darkly. Like you don't really know if what you're doing is for the greater good or for the greater bad. And then like the idea of all the paranoia and the, a lot of it stemmed around paranoia and talking in circles. And the idea that sometimes the circles would lead to revelations and sometimes the paranoia is correct but then sometimes it's just like random conversations that like go nowhere but last for hours so to reiterate the sentence a scanner darkly by pkd a photograph of a reflection seen darkly through a scanner there's also talk of the photograph being like a a mirror image, but it's flipped, a flipped mirror image. So if you take a photograph of a reflection, you take a mirrored image and then you still, you have to see it darkly through a scanner to even conceptualize it. So what I'm saying is it's like hyper reality. Then we get a memory on November 26th Facebook memory from my fan page that says most podcasts have segments mine just have moments of clarity tagged with you tweeted you meaned it Vallis by PKP a living quantum book history Vallis Valis is hard to talk about, um, to remember, there were two of them. Valis was horse lover fat. Valis was, yeah, I remember Valis now. 
say it's a living quantum book in history. Um, because once again, hyperreality, Philip K. Dick is in his own book. And he's also got schizophrenia in his book. And he's referencing himself twice. And it's a really cool, like, fucking horse lover fat is like his alternate personality or like a book he's writing about. And horse lover fat is in search of the true messiah. And also going through real life at the same time with like a few friends, maybe like three friends. And then like people start dying and they question death and they question reality. They find a secret society and the secret society tells Philip K. Dick that he is horse lover fat and he understands for a moment and they think they find the savior and a kid who's like two years old and talking but also it could just be that it was a setup and they had a radio behind the kid and they were just tripped out and then like there's a whole bunch of shit where he's looking for the savior and then Horse Lover Fat's looking for the savior and Philip K. Dick is like I think the savior is just him or, you know like maybe all is self and I'm like holy shit cause in the exegesis he gets to these understandings and he's like Maybe Jesus is going to come back. Maybe it'll be in India. Maybe it's going to be in America. Maybe it's but like the Savior would have to do this and he'd have to do that. And Gnosticism. And I didn't think he got to the point of all his self, but he did. And I did document that he did. But then like, I didn't think he wrote it down in Vallis, but he did write it down in Vallis with like a third person narrative of pretty much his own life he talks about the downloads that he got and like huh. time travel there's a lot of a lot of a lot of cool information in Valis a living quantum book history We got a memory from three years ago, November 27th. I enjoy Waffle House because I like my danger unpredictable. Three years ago, November 27th, prayed a Negus manipulator for a tear-free night of sleep. Compliments of your protector. Tagged with, ain't that sweet? A living immortal who cares about you. PKD is turning me religious, lol. memory from two years ago that states more niggas are dying every day I'm not sorry they have better homes than me a tag from November 27th a timeless solution the greatest weapon is wholeness in a balanced vibration reverse mitosis my dear boy a memory from two years ago November 27th I'm listening to Dune Fiction strengthens, fiction strengthens the imagination. Hashtag doing magic. That's tagged with. I'm listening to The Divine Invasion by PKD. Hyperreality strengthens resolve and direction. That'd be a redo. <laughs> I'm listening to The Divine Invasion by PKD. Hyperreality strengthens resolve and direction. 
the will. We got a memory from two years ago, November 27th. The speed of his learning can only be fathomed by the learned. He quickly understood that his first lesson, which was how to learn, he quickly understood his first lesson, which was how to learn. You'd be surprised at how many people don't know that they know. You'd be surprised at how many people don't know that they are able to learn. Every life experience was a lesson for him. Hashtag Dune. This book grazes over deep truths like I do. LOL. That two year ago memory was tagged with. IDK what to type about this one. It was the first status I saw from my memories that I wanted to share. Then I got into a narrative about comparing the past and the future. Now this quote from a book. For the seekers who will look information from a book. All right, now in this tag from the memory. All right, I'm going to read um, from The Divine Invasion, which is the second book of Valis. Okay, so now that you know I'm about to read from a book, I'll explain where we are again, reorientate ourselves. Uh, we're on the memory two years ago, November 27th. Uh, the memory is the speed of his learning can only be fathomed by the learned. He quickly understood his first lesson, which was how to learn. You'd be surprised at how many people don't know that they are able to learn. Every life experience was a lesson for him. Hashtag Dune. This book grazes over deep truths like I do, LOL. All right, so on that status, I tagged it this year, November 27th. IDK with the title. Oh, wait, I already read that. <laughs> for those seekers who will look information from a book. The Divine Invasion by PKD. First, he speeded up his internal biological clock so that his thoughts raced faster and faster. He felt himself rushing down the tunnel of linear time as his rate of movement along that axis was enormous. First, therefore, he saw vague floating colors and he suddenly encountered the Washer, which is to say the Grigon, who has bared the way between the lower and upper realms was barred the way between the lower and upper realms. Thereupon he saw the lower realm. Okay, wait, I need to also mention that was the first chunk. Then there is dot, dot, dot ellipses. So he encounters the watcher and then there's an ellipses. Thereupon he saw the lower realm, not as a place, but as transparent pictures permeating at immense velocity. These pictures were the forms outside of space being fed into the lower realms to become reality. He was one step away now from the hermetic transformation. The final picture froze and time ceased for him. His eyes shut. He could still see the room around him. The flight had a no the flight had ended. He had eluded that which pursued him. That meant that his neutral firing was perfect. That meant that his neural fine was perfect and that his pineal body registered the presence of light carried up its branch of the optical conduit. Ellipses. Meanwhile, he interjected the outer world so that he contained it within him. He now had the universe inside him and his own brain outside everywhere. 
His brain extended into the vast spaces far larger than the universe had been. Therefore, he knew the extent of all things that were himself, and, because he had incorporated the world, he knew it and controlled it. Ellipses Now, Emmanuel thought, I will change the universe that I have taken inside me. He regarded the geometric shapes and allowed them to fill up with a little matter. Ellipses That which was a blow, that which was below his own brain, the microcosm, had become the macrocosm and inside him. As the microcosm now, he can... Ugh, redo. Redo. <laughs> that which was below his own brain, the microcosm, had become the macrocosm and inside him as the mac microcosm now, he contained the macrocosm. <laughs> inside him... Inside him as the microcosm, he contained the macrocosm, which is to say... What is above, I now occupy the entire universe. Emmanuel realized, I am now everywhere equally. Therefore, I have become Adam Cadman, the first man. Motion along the three spatial axes was now impossible for him because he was already wherever he wished to go. The only motion possible for him was changing reality. The only motion possible for him or for changing reality lie along the temporal axis. He sat contemplating the world of the, the phylogens, billions of them in the process continually growing and contemplating themselves, completing themselves, driven by the dialectic that underlay all transformation. It pleased him the sight of the interconnected network of polygons. Philogans, Philogans, of all things. Uh, the network of was beautiful to behold. This was the cosmos of Philogirius, the harmonious fitting together of all things, each in its right, each imperishable. I see now what Polonius saw, he realized. But more than that, I have rejoined the sundered realms within me. I have rejoined the sundered realms within me. I have restored the Shekinah to and so. But only for a little while, and only locally, only in microform, it would return to what it had been as soon as he had released it. End quote. End quote of that book. Alright, why well, I shared all of this was because of reverse mitosis, the greatest weapon that I had mentioned earlier, wholeness and balanced vibration. But what I want to say, he triangulated himself. He had become the first man. Motion along the three spatial axes was now impossible. That's like future, present, past. No, 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 no. Spatial. Three spatial axes. That's 3D. He was everywhere. Okay. That's the idea of being everything. So he's everything, so he can't actually move. But the only motion possible for, for him was through 
the temporal access. Right. So what Philip K. Dick is explaining, I googled temporal relating to worldly as opposed to spiritual affairs, relating to time, right? So as this Adam Cadman being, the first man as everything and nothing, like I said in my stand-up set, the only the only chance you have of changing reality lies within humanity or in the temporal, the world. This is the this is the place of action. Not being everything and nothing in the spirit world. I mean, and in this world, but I mean, in every world, everything and nothing is not going to change things. But in this world, you can change things because the temporal, as Philip K. Dick uh, talks about, which is pretty Gnostic and pretty on point. I was tagged in a post. I have got to see what this post was. And by I have got to see what this post was, I mean, I'm going to go look at see what this is. It's a music video. How many mutual friends do we have? Sam Malaya. We have 56 mutual friends. I'll let that slide. Tag me in a music video. Anyway, uh, next post. The Divine Invasion by PKD. A how-to on being the saviors of the universe. Uh, I just realized through all of that I read, I didn't explain any of the plot of the book. Um, all of that dialogue was a manual in his own head and the narrator narrating what he's doing in his own head. But who Emmanuel is, uh, once again, The Divine Invasion by PKD, a how-to on being the saviors of the universe. Emmanuel is the child of God. He birthed himself. How did it go? I wish I could remember the pregnancy story, but I'm pretty sure he birthed himself. Something to do with something. Anyway, there's a colony on Mars and a divine invasion. Oh, because God has power on the moon and not on earth 
in this story. They were on like a moon colony. And one lady's sick. And one guy is a claustrophobe, an agoraphobe, if you will. And the sick lady comes to visit the agoraphobe. And the agoraphobe gets a vision from God, also known as Emmanuel, who is at the moment still like a, a baby inside of the, the sick woman. So like the agoraphobe goes to the sick woman's aid, she's about to commit suicide, he saves Emmanuel, and then Emmanuel saves them by introducing them to his prophet Elijah. And Elijah comes in and he's like connected with the government and he's connected with his past lives. And Elijah's kind of like an everyman, but in the present moment. And so like they go back to earth and they birth Emmanuel. And during the birth, the sick woman dies, but Emmanuel also is the sick woman as he told her before he was birthed. But when he was birthed, they were in a car crash and he had brain damage. So he forgot who he was. He forgot he was God. And there's a, a girl that he talks to, Emmanuel talks to as he's growing up. Faye, was it? Let's figure out her character name. The Divine Invasion. The Divine Invasion characters. Her basher is the, the father. Ruby is the sick woman. Yah is Yahweh. Elias Tate is the incarnation of Elias, Elijah. So Elias Tate is Elijah, who I was mentioning earlier. And Emmanuel, Manny, Yah incarnated in human form, also known as Jesus. Zena. I don't remember. Oh, Belial was a demon they let go. Shakina. Can we get a out loud on the Shakina? I'm saying it right. I know that. What am I doing? We're looking up the Xena. 
I just didn't think her name was Zena. Zena Palace. Okay, so uh, we have Zena. Zena is a girl he grows up with. He reminds him that he's got to find himself. And eventually, he's trying to figure out who she is also. So Emmanuel's trying to figure out who he is. They don't say his name. They call him Manny and Emmanuel, but they also tell him that they can't tell him his real name. His real name is Yah or Yahweh, um, which you're like not supposed to say or whatever. There's a whole religious thing going around that. So Yahweh is on earth with brain damage, hanging around Xena, and Xena's showing him shit, you know, teaching, and eventually he figures out that she's his other half, also known as the Shekinah. And how they figure this out is they go to and they make a bet. They bet on her basher. And they bet that her basher would like reality more than he would like actuality. Because Xena uh, is in control of the dream world and illusions or reality, if you will, <laughs> not actuality, because Yahweh is in control of actuality. So they go into Xena's domain, and her basher goes with them, and so does uh, Elijah. Elijah ends up being a homeless man. Herb is reunited with his dead wife, Ruby, and Emmanuel is some random kid, and Xena's like a grown woman. They bet on her basher that he likes the dream version of a singer better than a real version of the singer. And of course, Yahweh wins the bet, and Herb Asher eventually finds out he's not in reality and it fucks with his mind. <laughs> and then eventually, yeah, he finds out he's not in reality because he spent some time in Half-Life. So he's open to the idea of actuality versus reality. He's not sure which one he's in. And then, in actuality, Emmanuel and, what's her name, Xena, go around and they, they decide to set everyone free. Forget who the enemy is supposed to be in these books, in Valis and in the Divine Invasion.
is an enemy of ignorance. But whatever they do, they set free a demon called Belial. And they have to go about Oh, what happens is Emmanuel gets to the point where he realizes all his self, like I read in the Facebook thing. He says all his self, and he realizes Xena is just a part of him that he made for the specific situation to wake him up again and also to control the dream world. So instead of taking power from her, which he's been doing, he usurped the world that she was running by inserting his power in the images so he makes reality, he makes actuality, he makes reality into actuality. Anyway, figuring out that it's her, him is her, and him is everything, he was like, okay, I'm everything, I'll relax. You know, relax a bit on the rules, which sets free a demon that he did not have full control over, a demon who hates weakness. And he was like a bunch of control, you know. He's like, you're weak for not killing me. So I'm going to go do a bunch of shit in Earth. So her bashers on in reality or actuality. And he's realizing he gets pulled over by the cops. And he's like, something's wrong. Like, I shouldn't be pulled over. Like, we're, we're, we're not in reality right now. We're not in actuality. <laughs> And it fucks with the cops' head so much that he changed their vibration. And, like, it was a really cool moment where he's like, Oh, evil's back in the world. I've been pulled over by the cops. And uh, they're trying to keep me away from my love. Oh, man. It was so cool. The way they do it, like, because he goes to his love, which is Linda Fox the singer that they bet on. Oh, there's a goat too. Belial is the goat. So he picks up the goat after he gets stopped by the cops and the goat's trying to... The goat pretty much brings out all of his uh, id, all of his base desires. You know, go do this, go do that. Cause you, you're a man, you do that shit and then like, he gets to the singer and he's like, present me to your girlfriend and I'll fuck up both your lives. And then she kills the goat and she's like, oh, guess what? I'm your protector. And everyone gets to go through this battle for themselves. Different manifestations of it, of a protector versus a destroyer. But everyone gets to make the choice. And he loved the protector more than he loved the destroyer. So... The protector when won the battle. The idea being that God is his, his like legal son, not his a genetic son. God is his legal son and everybody's got their own choice to make whether they want to be protected or destroyed. And people can influence because the temporal is the only access that can affect change. Uh, I mean, like, 
like that's not specifically true now that I said the temporal is the only access that can affect change. It's the best access to affect change. It's the advantage of... <laughs> I mean, because everything starts from non-physical before it gets physical, but it has to get physical before it affects the non-physical. <laughs> this is the paradox. Now that we've identified the paradox, let us move on. That was my synopsis of the divine invasion, which is a how-to on being the saviors of the universe. You first know yourself like Emmanuel did. First you have to birth yourself, then you know yourself, then you get all your past and your, your future together, and then you're like, oh, I'm everything. Then you balance everything out. Or you can balance everything out in, in whatever specific order. But it's just like very detailed events. Next Facebook post from November 30. Last year I spent this month as a Facebook ghost. I was suspended for a long amount of time. This year I remember my sacrifice. I have to go back to the tweets because I don't know where exactly it is. Honoring my sacrifice and then a memory from one year ago, November 30. Free my nigga Byron Broussard, hashtag Facebook jail, from Tomingo Mings blank. Oh, we're still not yet in December. That's why I'm reading Facebook shit. November 30, then November 30. Our psyche is set up in accord with the structure of the universe and what happens in the microcosm. What happens in the macrocosm likewise happens in the infinitesimal and most subjective reaches of the psyche. It's from Carl Jung. Pretty much saying as above, so below. December 2nd, Ender in Exile by Orson Scott Card. Eh, downloadable content, a new relevant past. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. Ridiculous Ordered Chaos. Hindus in Exile was uh, boring. No, it was not boring. It was a good book, but it wasn't like necessary. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Ridiculous Ordered Chaos. It was like... It was pretty much like a, an exercise in the possible. If this is possible, then this is possible. If this is possible, then this is possible. Ordered Chaos. Uh, 1984 by George Orwell. The Double Thought History of the Perception War. 1984, of course, very famous book written in 1948 about the future. Um, double think was an idea that it's like a polarity thing. Uh, it's dealing in paradoxes. 
being able to take one thing as fact while also contradicting that fact with another fact, believing both of them. It is bad to have a cell phone while I believe it is good to have a cell phone. That's double think. So add that definition to history of the perception war. It is both the history of the perception war and it is both not. It's a fiction and it's not fiction. I think that's about where relevance to Facebook ends. Although there is some cool thing about masks and transparency. Even the mask of transparency distorts the image. Better than a thousand useless images is one image that brings peace. Animation protects an image from distortion for as long as the image is in motion. Hashtag distortion is stagnation is death. Go vote. The key to growth is the introduction of higher dimensions of consciousness into our awareness. An image can be immune to distortion, stagnation, and death when the animation happens through inward personal growth, perpetual animation through the quantum of perception. You tweeted you mean it 61, episode 61 in the closet, Descent into Madness, Metaphysics Anonymous, November 28th, 2017, shared on December 4th. They might be giants, this microphone. Oh yeah, that's why I was like, the idea, there was a lot of ideas that I should be, um, that I should be throwing away or discarding. And that I have done that. But to, to do it without the microphone being turned on is the point of that song. We're gonna get to, I need to, I apparently didn't like that video. We have a second brain. Shit. I'm gonna play a little bit to this. Nothing amazing.
ideas to the dump and taking my time. Kindness is killing off my unfinished dreams and walking away, just walking away. Those two lines, caring and kindness. That in the light of another, you tweeted, you mean the history from December 10th, 2017, creation of the notebook bits, choosing an agenda, the observer versus personal experience, relationship complications. Episode 62. Personal experience is a... Uh, one of the main things I'm doing in the physical world, if you will. Physical world I used to shun so much. Getting all that good personal experience. Oh, almost most importantly, eight hours ago today, December 8th, from two years ago. I think I'm going to write a book called Your Dirty Nigger Soul. Should probably keep it a secret for now. Tagged with, I was wondering how old the book was. My book is about two years old today. Now to finish the tweets. We have a second brain. I like the video, 1984 by George Orwell. One out of three audiobook. Honus Tribes and Imbalance. Oh, wait, this is a retweet of Secret Energy at Innerstand. Honus Tribes and Imbalance this day, letting you know you are loved, you are remembered. Go forth in this day with maximum collective power. 
I like the video, Tribe of the Sun, Resurrection Technologies, 7 Bomar on Truth Frequency Radio. Resurrection Technologies. This is a good fucking video. There's an Instagram picture pilot, Instagram picture unseen, Instagram picture crumb, Instagram picture rental, Instagram picture plastic, Instagram picture pitter. Alright, three days ago, Tribe of the Sun. We're going to do this, and then we're going to do a stand-up. If one of the, it hits one of those chakras and it can't get through, it's uh, pretty ugly from there. He started at 126. I almost had it happen. One hour, 26 minutes. Produces, this is a three-hour thing. Let's say on an energetic level, a planetary level, we are experiencing that as a whole. We have too many souls here. These souls need to keep going. And the pipe is shut. So this is how we're going to open it back up. First of all, you need to realize that there's been really a succession of cultures. I don't want you to think that these are just single people. What is a single person in any movement? There ain't no movement. Look at the word movement, current. It means just you got one thing that's starting to push open something so everybody flows into that area. So you've had these successions of movements. And because people don't study movements and movements are often recorded in history and history books, they miss the actions of Kundalini. <laughs> because still, though, the power is always dependent on the one welding it, unfortunately. So society has going through a succession of powerful men and women that can actually contain the energy, but has come over cycles where men and women have been broken. At this point, I think that we're finally at the cycle where the beings that are coming can hold the energy completely. And I'm only saying that from example, because my predecessors, just like I would say, hey, if I'm watching other templates walk around me, people that I recognize from other things, is that happening to other people too when they meet me? I couldn't be conceited enough to think that maybe I'm the only real being. So what this starts to lead to is it starts to show us deeply, and I'll just recess from here for a moment, that we really have to just be in tune and pay attention to certain things to get all the knowledge. What you had happen was, so now I caught my train of thought. You had these succession. So after Kalki, so what Muhammad did was, now the men basically, and I got to go back to that and just bear with me here. This is, this is thousands of years. Muhammad walks into a situation as being already divine, divinely guided by El Hidra who's known as the Green One, who's also Budugan and Gabriel, and keeps popping up all over the place, right? Somebody may have been seen, heard from uh, uh, Al-Hitra on this line today. Very active being and doing things behind the scenes. So he brings to Kalki something that nobody can refute, a book that is numerically equivalent completely all the way around to the number 19 while holding a storyline, which is impossible. This is what Muhammad is armed with, or Kalki is armed with as his sword to change a scenario that has occurred in what would be the fertile region of the world, which has now become completely desolate. And the women are out there and they are not only diseased, they are also barren. And he comes into this situation, and let's say of this culture, not a person, but a culture comes into this situation with this miracle. And through this miracle starts to clean up when women became completely barren because of the ownership that men had taken over 
taken over them. So let's say it finally grinded to the bottom. And if you ever met like your great great grandfather and seen just how we call today chauvinists they really are and how they really are like, you know, forget racism. The biggest racism that's ever happened is against how a woman is treated and still goes on a day. But right now we're still living in societies that are actually trying to fix that kind of in their own benefit. But let's just imagine when they weren't trying to fix it and how women really felt. So this is called a time when Venus pulled the energy away from the planet, which basically means the fertile component, the flowers basically don't open up anymore. And so nothing wants to really procreate and everything gets barren, right? This happened because of the ownership that was taken over woman. So what I'm getting to here is that when this energy or current moves through in Kalki, he has to come with the sword also because he also has to basically destroy large hordes of men that created a rape culture, just like what they're talking about in the background of what's going on today, where women weren't respected as all, at all. And this is why even the, the remnants of Islam today has like an overkill respect for women. It kind of flipped back to the other side. So instead of women, you know, now being high and holy and you can't even see their faces unless you have some connection with them, that's now become flipped back into that's now the disadvantage again. But you got to understand that they went from being completely non-fertile, promiscuous, and disease-ridden in that area as far as the, the portal everybody was going through to it, go, it went through a cleanup process. But you can imagine what would need to come to clean up something like that. So that's the first or one of the final successions. Actually, Kalki and the wheel or the spoke of Dharma is the last being. So it literally says that the end has already come and we're sitting in the judgment day. So if we stop judging, we shall then not be judged and then we're able to move into the great collective. But I want to bring something to you so you'll know why there's an agenda here to keep you out of the great collective. The being who chose not to raise High Father, like he could ever kill High Father, he basically locked High Father out of this world. So it's important for you to make that crossover in order to join back with the family. But expecting the foundation here, you will have to become it and have to create it. So let me just explain this. So you have one succession for the melanin recessive and the melanin dominant, okay? Just like now on the floor of the Masonic temple is a black and a white. Because when you service those two archetypes, you can generally, it's like a catch-all. You can get everything in between. So when the energy moves through, it moves through two men. One was Dr. Malachi Z. York, and the other one was Dr. Doreal. Now you may not even know any of these people and that's just how much the new age community is educated about what just recently happened and where we're at beyond what osho did so dorial is important to the new agers because dorial wrote the emerald tablets and a lot of people are not affiliated or understand who dorial was because he only has like three books and the other ones are really rudimentary they're nowhere near what is in the emerald tablets you can clearly tell that Doriel did not write the Emerald Tablets nor translate it. He is not of that intellect. But his past is pretty interesting because it implicates him directly with the Great White Brotherhood. It implicates him directly to the Ku Klux Klan, which is a, 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 a gross distortion of the ancient Incan tradition of the uh, basically of the KKK. Like this was a, a ancient tradition from the Inca, and these priests took these wizards robes and all this stuff that they saw the Incas with 
and created their own and also created lots of division and confusion. The reason why it's important to bring this up is because in the Emerald Tablets, it talks about the halls of Amenti, if you remember. Mm Mm-hmm. And boy, weren't we all looking for the Hall of Amenti at that point? Because according to this, if you can get into the Halls of Amenti as a as a Time Lord, this is where you need to go to take a break for a minute, to rejuvenate yourself, and then to come back. Well, and it's it's funny you... Well, uh, let's uh, stop that one hour, 34 minutes in, 26 seconds. That was a shitload of information. Also, it was corresponding to the divine invasion where God has recreated himself but is locked out by the one being who he released when he when he became whole, he released the being who locked him out. So it's the same thing as the end is come judgment day is past now we need to stop judging each person on their own has to make the the judgment for themselves to not judge to go with the protector instead of the destroyer the fox instead of the goat and then <laughs> be into the collective and it's a personal choice for everyone like that's the same thing with the divine invasion that I just explained, but taking it to actuality, taking it to real names, taking it to real religions, real events, history, and then connecting the last two people that had the power, oh, the two men, the two poles, One did the KKK. Did you mention Dober Blair? Yep, Dober Blair's. Dober Blair and the other dude, Dr. Whatever, KKK boy, <laughs> Grand Wizard Lady. Anyway, um. Really cool. Mentioned the Halls of Amenti. We're gonna do the last. December 6th. Thursday. Is this really Thursday? This may be from Wednesday. This is from Wednesday. This is going to be the notebook bits.
504 comedy situation. open mic I was right alright so that was Wednesday at Run the Light open mic at Buddha Belly Alistair Crowley Toast Deck what did you think of that Run the Light set inward the lovers oh look at that number six the lovers trump card Ending. We're going to do a special game of spiritual warfare where you win each time. 
spiritual warfare tarot card battle the game where if you think you win then you win and this game i think you win each hand we're going to do three rounds of you win and uh, this is a game where you take a tarot deck you shuffle your deck you flip a card and you try to use that card to your advantage to win your opponent's soul but in this case you win version you get yourself a tarot deck you flip a card and you just win because you win this time we're too long we've been at this too long i thought it would be 315 215 or 340 holy shit uh we're at 340 right now and with the editing i think we'll be at 338 that's how little editing i think we'll do all right anyway spiritual warfare draw card battle that was a prediction we'll see who's right in the future um, shuffle your deck, shuffle, shuffle the flip, one, two, three, flip. I flip the chariot, number seven, a trump card, and with this card, I will escort you to my soul. There you go, now we shuffle the deck, shuffle, 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 one, two, three, flip. I flip prudence, number eight of discs. Prudence, with prudence, I will grow you a soul tree. Prudence, you win. Uh, shuffling, 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 shuffling. One, two, three, flip. I flip strife, five of wands. Strife, with this, I will take away the strife. This is the creative force of wand, take away strife. And then you win. There we go, this has been spiritual warfare. Uh, you win version. This has been You Tweeted You Meaned It, episode 96 Mirror. I have been your host, Lord Byron, also known as Black Rocker, aka Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. I'm not just me.com. This has been a podcast, and of course, we all know you can't end like that. <laughs>